Hello and welcome to the TT Daily Podcast. I'm Chris Pritchard and obviously there was no action on Sunday, so I'm going to head back in time and join the three riders who made the podium in the RST Superbike race. Straight after that race, we interviewed them down at the fan park and here's what they had to say. Everybody, please welcome to the stage, winner of your RST Superbike race, Peter Higman. In, th- in second place, you ready, Dean? Everybody give it up for Dean Harrison. Well done, mate. And in third place, take a seat wherever you want, mate. And in third place, a solid performance from Michael Dunlop. Well done, mate. Take a seat. Right, grab your mics, guys. Listen, I know this is the, probably the last place you want to be sitting here chatting to me. Hey, the boys made these themselves. The, uh, Justin, who brought you down? Yeah. They're nice, these are. They're all right, aren't they? Do you reckon you get one for winning the Zubai race? I reckon you should. If anyone's <laughs> going to get one, you're going to get one. You can literally ask for anything right now. Hello? Let's start, Michael, let's start with you over there. Um, I saw you on a couple of nights ago. I can't remember what night it was. To say you looked upset would be an understatement. Um, but here you are on the podium again. And like I said to Steve Plater on the, uh, on the podcast... Uh, an, an upset, angry Michael Dunlop is a dangerous one, and here you are on the podium. How, uh, how was the race? Obviously not dangerous enough. Clearly. <laughs> These two boys pissed off. Uh, <laughs> uh, nah, listen, it was grand. These boys are riding fierce well, and what? you know you can't take that away from them. Both, both are riding really hard. Uh, we just never found this balance that we need with this motorbike, and uh, we've tried a lot of things, and everything we seem to try doesn't... Uh, it's good, it's just not... Good enough. Just good. I just at last stage, and we, I just need to ride harder as well myself. So it's trying to ride around the, the scenario. But let's say these lads are they're trucking. So mate, still riding round a, still riding round problems, and still finishing third. It's not to be sniffed at. Do you uh, know what you need to do now for for the? Well, we'll stop? change again. We'll change a few other things. But as I said, you know, back in the day riding round stuff, you, things have to be perfect when you're up against the boys that are putting in fast laps like this. You know what I mean? So. Uh, they say, look, bike was. You can't fault the bike. Bike's fast enough, and yeah. it's going that way. We just, it's just not enough time on it to to try and understand what it's doing and what it's not doing. Exactly, Dino. <coughs> Mr. Pritchard. How was that? Uh, yeah, it was good to be fair. I, I got a reasonable start, and just I, I'm maybe a bit hesitant. I've had a not not made a few problems. My, my biggest problem this week's been one of my brakes. I keep having to, if we're going to like a quarter bridge. Union Mills, Greber Bridge, Balacrane. I, I have to go like pump, pump, got a break. And it's so unnerving for me because you can imagine you're in 180 mile an hour, 90 mile an hour. And, I'm, and I, can't, I can't just commit myself to just go right now. Why? I don't know. If I knew the answer to that, I wouldn't have to do it, would I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're going. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. But, but what I'm saying is, if you're, going, if you're having two dabs at it, why? Yeah, I generally, I'm going, I've even, like, the sun's daft, I'm going up over through Crosby, up over Wagon Horses, and I'm pushing my finger on the lever to hold it back. I've even cut a hole in it to let the wind go through, because I thought, is the wind pushing it back? And uh, you can see on my trace, I'm, uh, as I'm going over Wagon Horses, as I'm going towards Greba, I'm still on full throttle, but I'm having a, a break, a pump break, if you know what I mean, like a, a double dab, just to get ready, just so when I do need to grab it, my brakes are there. 
and I'm, I was just struggling to commit myself to quite a few corners on the course just to go right now. And when you do that probably eight or nine, ten times in a lap, it does add up to a little bit and it's more of a mental thing in your head and right. there's a couple of little things but no it's so you're just pumping the brakes just to make sure they're there no no that's the thing if i don't pump them they're not there right okay but then then if i just keep them keep them sort of bled they're there right uh, so there's that but a couple of other little issues but we'll sort of uh, try and dial in through the week now and how about you? Do you think you've got more to give now? You've been out there for six laps and you found more, Mate, honestly, more speed. Honestly, I, I feel like uh, definitely got more to give. It's just uh, I, I, I got to a certain point and I thought, you know, when you get little problems with the bike, it's too sort of dangerous around here to, to override the problems. You almost need to just get to a certain level where you're comfortable and sort of that, that, that's what I've got for today. Yeah. If, if you go beyond that, that's where you're sort of pushing the boundaries and then I won't be sat here now drinking Guinness, enjoying myself. Hey! Let's talk to the man of the moment who's just... Have you just broke that trophy? I did not break that. <laughs> Mate. It, it must have been broken before I touched it. Do you know how much this is worth? <laughs> Too much. A lot of money. I know. But there you go. I'm from Bradford, right? I reckon I could wear that in for a few quid. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. No, You'd be able to buy a mansion if, in if Bradford, Bradford with that. Mate, that would not be sat there, I'm telling you now. <laughs> Cash only. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have been melted down already if it was in oh, Bradford. <laughs> That'd be around somebody's neck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Pete, I don't want to say a dominant performance because the boys are here and like D uh, Michael said and, and, and Dean said, they're both trying and everyone down the field, they're all trying really hard, but it just seems bang. You, you're just that step above everyone. Well, I was today, which is nice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not... It might, it might look easy, but I can assure you it really, really isn't. You know, it's, um, this place in particular is really, really tough to ride, but when the sun's shining like this, we've got blue skies. There's lots of you lot here, but there's lots of people around the course as well, waving programs and fist pumping, and it's just an amazing feeling. And uh, I'm lucky enough that on the first lap, I managed to, to break the boys a little bit, which makes life a lot easier for the rest of it. You know, once you've got that little bit of a buffer, you can just relax yourself a little bit, short shift, save some fuel, save the engine a little bit, and all of a sudden it feels like it's becoming a little bit easier. It definitely isn't, but it feels it. Was that the plan from the, from the off? Yeah, I mean, I'm really not a, no a morning person, you know. It's, um, <laughs> I don't like mornings. I don't like getting up. And uh, that warm-up lap... Hold a minute, yeah. <laughs> was racing at dinner time. I know, racing at dinner time is like early for me. <laughs> But we got a warm-up lap, and the warm-up lap, like normally we'd race at quarter to 11, so we got a warm-up lap instead. So that woke me up, and then I felt all right for the race, which is, I think, why I was a bit faster on the first lap. Did that warm-up definitely make a difference then? Yeah, I think so, for me anyway. I think it's nice just to be able to go and do a lap, chill out, and not have to race immediately, you know? So um, that's exactly what I did. I did it on the stocker, just did an extra lap on the stocker, just see how that felt, and uh, yeah, happy. And how did the bike feel today? Because everyone saw it on the highlights, on the, uh, on the live stream, that you had fueling issues two nights before now yeah we <laughs> it's been a bit of a pig to be fair to start with um, she was not playing ball Sunday Monday Tuesday but uh, after that the bike's been absolutely faultless and honestly in that race the M1000RR gas monkey BMW by FHO racing absolutely perfect not a not a murmur out of it that shouldn't that it shouldn't have done um, it was fast it was stable I really could do anything I wanted with it which is a really great feeling around here so looking forward to the, let's go all the way to the senior then. Bike ready to go for it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, we'll get one lap practice, don't we, before then, but um, I'm not going to change anything, I don't think. The bike's, the bike's spot on. I feel really good and comfortable and, uh, 
yeah, we'll see what we can do. And how happy are the sponsors? I saw Richard was on TV. He seemed happy. Faye's <laughs> down there somewhere. She seemed very happy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is Faye's first ever Ironman TT as a team owner. Um, so the first race she's ever done, she's won. So um, we've set the bar a little bit high, I think. Now she's going to expect it every race. <laughs> but no, honestly, um, fantastic to give Faye her first win at the TT. Uh, brilliant to have Richard here as well. Obviously, he flew in yesterday. He's a bit jet-lagged, but um, he's pumped now. He's just watched the best race in the world. And um, you're the only man that can do it now because you're the, the only person that's won a race currently. Is, um, you know, how many more races? We've got five more races? I have five, yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm going to try and win them all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I think these boys have got a different answer. Come on. <laughs> do you think you can? I think we all sit on the grid thinking we can. Whether we'd actually do or not is a different well, story, isn't it? Trying to win the rest of them. Do you, right. think you, do you, th you come to the line trying to win, don't we? We all do the same thing, thinking, right, this is it. Right, um, but what I'm saying is, do you even think about it? Do you think, well, I've won first one, I could potentially take all of them now? Nah, not really. I just take each race as it comes. You know, I sit on the line and... Well, I don't even know what our next race is. What's the next race? Supersport on Monday. Yeah. I'll, yeah, that 600 race first and then Super Talk in the afternoon. None of us know the schedule, by the way, so I don't know why anyone asks us. Neither do I. <laughs> to be fair, I, had to, I got this morning, asked what time race started. Brilliant. Yeah, same. <laughs> what time the race start today? <laughs> hey, Michael, um, just talking about that Supersport race, looking pretty strong in, in Supersport. Are you, um, you looking forward to that one? Ah, yeah, 600 <laughs> seems to be going all right, but... See, all the lads will be going okay, so it'll be, it'll be a good race, no doubt, and see what Monday brings. Let's hope that you, uh, you end up with one of these, eh? Hey, listen, the job's hard, the boys are fast, everybody's fast, bikes are good. Just see what Monday brings and see what happens. Nice one. Right, everybody, give it up for your top three from the RST race. Make some noise. Michael Dunlop, Dean Harrison, and your winner, Peter Higman. Thank you very much. Thank you. There. Yeah. 100 TT starts. Those of you on Bray Hill, get ready. You're about to see the man himself, John McGuinness, MBE, the 50-year-old, and it is his 30th anniversary. Here we go then, out on the Honda, and we are underway. John McGuinness then, give him a roar as he comes past. Next up, Dean Harrison. It is senior 19 TT win for the Dow Racing Kawasaki. Off goes Dino. Next is Michael Rutter, the 50-year-old. This will be his 78th TT start, seven-time winner. He's off. Hutchie is up next for the Milwaukee BMW 64 TT start. Of course, he won five and a week back in 2010. Bit of a jittery start there for Hutchie, but he's away on his Milwaukee BMW. Next up is James Hillier, 61st TT for him. 14 podiums and a win to his name. You can see already they're using every inch of the, every inch of the road, and you've got to be fast on the on the first lap. So they're straight out the out the guns and just going for it right from the off. Hickman from Davy Todd, six tenths behind. Dean Harrison is then a further three tenths behind in third. Connor Cummins fourth. Dunlop in fifth. James Hillier in sixth. Fantastic climb of the mountain for Connor Cummins. Hickman leans Connor by 7.5 seconds. Then Harrison is half a second down on Cummins. Davy Todd just a tenth of a second down on Harrison. It's really close. Coming over the line now is Davy Todd. Where's Davy going to go? At the grandstand, Davy Todd goes into second. 131.7. Two seven, 
And here comes Peter Hickman now. Hickman across the line and he leads. 133.178 miles per hour for Hickey. Davy Todd, who was in pursuit of his first podium, has retired at Ballacrane. Oh, poor Davy on the Malenko by Paget's Honda. It was looking like this is going to be the week where he gets a podium. We have, believe Connor's not through Cronk I'm afraid to Connor hasn't flashed up on the times there. So that is a massive double blow for the Malenko by Paget's team. So that'll move Michael Dunlop up, subject to getting confirmed into fourth position. There's number seven, Gaz Johnson comes in for his pit stop. Okay, down into Governor's Dip then, come Peter Hickman and Michael Dunlop, eyes right. They'll be on to Glenn Cutchery in any second now. Peter Hickman, number 10 on the Gas Monkey crosses the line. And Michael Dunlop follows. Here's John McGuinness. He now crosses the line as well. Here's Hickman in now, and he goes across the stop box and across the transponder right now. Chris and Steve will get that time. Here's Michael Dunlop. So the one, two, three, and the race is in. Michael Dunlop is in just behind Dean Harrison. He leaves. What are the lap times, boys? So Peter Hickman comes in, and he was 36 seconds clear of Dean Harrison. Michael Dunlop, 36 seconds down on Dino overall, Boydie. He's into Governor's Dip on the Gas Monkey Garage by FHO Racing BMW, and he's on to Glenn Crutchley Road. The winner of the RST Superbike Race 2022 is Peter Hickman, number 10, as he comes across the line. The TT is back. Peter Hickman is back. What a ride. He wins it by 39.2 seconds.